Click, you say click. weird things sometimes. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. What Wasn't kind of, really a compliment. What kind of weird things do I say? You're like, you're a human piece of garbage. <laughs> Every five seconds you say that to somebody. But <laughs> it is. But that that is indeed my catchphrase. Oh, it's a uh, no, you're not. How about now? On, on, on. You are. Mine? Mine? I hear you. Mine? Stop. Mine? Mine? <laughs> I can't hear myself. Oh, yeah? Or am I deaf? Is this backwards? Am yeah. I broken? Yes. No. How about You're your broken. volume control on your... Yeah, volume control, Two. cruise there we control. Go. I totally regret Like, <laughs> forgave my headphones. I'm done. <laughs> the pharmacy is now open. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Video Game Pharmacy, your weekly dose of video game news, banter, and now trivia. Yep. Uh, Wait, you forgot knowledge and know-how. That's you, oh, Scotty. Sorry. To, uh, to each their own. To my left, we have Scott. Hey, what's up? To my right, I have Britton. Hey, man. And I'm and, Zach. And listeners, hello. Yeah. Hey. And we're missing one. We're we missing a missing chatterbox. One. Dan isn't here today. It's so quiet in here. Yeah. What are we going to do? <laughs> our uh, our, our conversation is going to be lacking a little bit. Did Don't he? admit that. <laughs> Don't admit that we depend on Dan. Did he say why? what he was doing? He's going up north. For some reason. Up north. He's migrating. Is he going north. to Canada? that time of year. Do you think he's going to Canada? No, he's going to Bellingham. Oh. His, well, his old stomping grounds. What's in Bellingham? I don't know. People really like Bellingham. I've driven through it. It's just a little town. Isn't there a college mall? town? I don't know. Is there a uh, I dated a girl from Bellingham once. Uh, this sounds like a poem. And there was... <laughs> a haiku. The, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing special about it, so... Okay. It's real close to Canada. Okay, that's it. You know, now, now what we do? What does this mean? It's, it's the poetry clap. Oh, <laughs> the coffee house poetry read. Nice. Clap. I'm feeling it. That was fun. This is obviously going to be a good episode. That's a new segment. Yes. Um, so <laughs> you put down the doc that your life's complete. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wait. Here's the thing. Oh, wait. Trivia. Trivia. Zach, what oh, are you doing? I, know. Yeah, this I forgot your stuff. I, fought, I forgot my own bit. Yeah. Let's, let's start there own. and then, then we'll get okay. back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so last week I asked... Uh, how many games were first released uh, at the launch of the PS4? Yep. And I don't remember my answer. I'm sorry. Scott, I think you said six. I think so, too. I think I said eight. I think Dan said so ten. the answer is 18. Wow. 18 games. Did, do you have a list? Launch. Yeah, do you have a or list? No? I don't. No, okay. That would have been smart of me to go and It'd do, be fun. Because I, I think can't of that. think of that many. There must have been a lot of little random offshoot third-party things being ported to Yeah. It. Yeah. There was only a couple big Sony releases, though. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and, and then we'll okay. do trivia at the end of the show. So All stick right. around. You got and one we'll ready for more. us? Yeah, he's got one Exciting. loaded in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. cool. Britain, here, check this out, you guys. I can start here if you want me to. I don't just want... know that this is perhaps the most earth-shattering, interesting, meaningful piece of God, news we will ever talk about on this it's show. Really if, not. If though. I say it first, oh, did you actually look at it? Yeah. If <laughs> we if we go through this first, the rest of the show is just gonna be downhill. No, don't you worry. It's going to mostly be uphill after you say this. So you might as well start with Are it. Are we starting here? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, do it. All right. Drop the bomb. So uh, let me pull up the thing. Uh, Inti Creates is a indie studio, and mm-hmm. they've made um, games like, I think they did DuckTales, the mm-hmm. DuckTales remake. Oh, they did Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, a that was of, a bad game. A lot of, like tributes to old school platformers basically i love how the two games you said was one was really good and the other one was you know what really du- the ducktales remaster wasn't great either what? let's be perfectly honest everyone loved that game yeah. no one would shut up about it they also did the uh what are those games the gunvolt games i believe the gun that people Volt. like a lot the, the 3ds series they recently did bloodstained curse of the moon which is an offshoot of the new castlevania style game that igarashi's making mm-hmm so they they make a lot of side two D side scrolls. A lot of them are good. Okay. Yeah, and tributes to old games. So the the guy, um, the head of the studio, was asked if he could remake one game because that's what his studio yeah, does. If he uh-huh. could remake one game, what game would he pick? And he made my life complete with his answer. He said he would choose the worst Leg- game of all time, Legend of Zelda Two: oh. The Adventure of Link. <laughs> Which is one of my personal favorite games ever. Now, I, I talk about this all the time. You tried to make it a meme on this show, Scott, by saying how is. terrible it, it is all is. the time. But for one, you've never played it, so you can't really I have, say I have. about it. Look, I played it when uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl uh, was a game. Okay. Uh, you it's know, still a game. You know how you got like the little demos that you can unlock for like two minutes? I played it for two minutes, and that's all I needed to know that I hated it. That's rude. That it. Yeah. That's rude. Two minutes of it? Yeah. What part did you get to play? It didn't matter. It was all awful. It matters a lot. It didn't. It's all about context. Nothing Nothing there was fun. 
It was literally, Here's the thing. It was literally just a slower Mario with a sword and shield. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. And and that's that says a lot, man. I've heard you say some pretty dumb things. Uh it it it's the most interesting Zelda game. I don't care what you say about um the quality of the game. It's mm-hmm. it's the most experimental and interesting game in Zelda's history. You're right. And, and I would love to see some of the great ideas that it had be revisited, like XP, gaining levels, um, putting uh points into various attributes so that they strengthen up. Um, magic that's actually interesting and useful throughout the course of the game. Difficulty. Do you want to know? This was a hard game. Do you want to know what? Zelda games have gotten so, so, so easy lately. Breath of the Wild kind of goes back toward a little more hardcore style of game, but Mm -hmm. it still, it does not capture this kind of, not necessarily like mean-spirited difficulty, but punishing difficulty where it really encourages you to (laughs) adapt and learn from your deaths. It's so like, you can get better with each attempt. It's Th- like, there's so many great things I could say about this game. It, it needs to be revisited. It's, it's like been the, far too long. The Dark Souls. Oh gosh. The Dark Souls of Super Nintendo game. You know what's funny about it's on NES, not Super Nintendo. Sorry. The funny thing about that is I I wrote an article at Nintendo Wire comparing this game to the Souls series because I I genuinely believe that a lot of modern games, the Souls game specifically owe a ton of their game design ideas to Zelda 2. Yeah. Directly. Punishment for death, difficulty, learning curve. There's there's so much about it that just predates its time. It, it came way before its time. Look, I... I, <laughs> I want to say some more bad things about it. I don't want to play a ridiculously punishing <laughs> game. Like, it just You doesn't... just recently played through the first Dark Souls. I know, and... And coming away from after finishing it, do you really feel like the game, like the difficulty is uh, malicious yes. or not well designed? I'm not saying it wasn't well designed. Okay. I'm saying it was absolutely malicious. But it, it teaches you, it encourages you to experiment and to learn the mechanics and get good at the game instead of just holding your hand and walking you through it. Look, I'll tell you what, Britton, just up? for you. Yeah? I'll give it a shot. No, you won't. I will. Don't toy with me. You have an NES Classic, don't you? I do have an NES Classic, so I have the game. You could very easily plow through it. Here's the other thing. Nowadays, we have many ways to tackle this game with uh, kind of player-friendly options. Like, you can do save states now. Yeah. In the NES Classic, can't you even rewind? Or did, uh, did they add that with the SNES Classic? I do not remember. I had to look. I haven't... Honestly, I haven't really opened up my SN... I Okay, I opened it up. I haven't okay. played around with it. Um, well, there's at least save states, and yeah. that makes this game doable. In the past, when you had to just brute force your way through some of the lengthier segments, more difficult segments of the games, mm-hmm. it was flat out punishing because yeah. you would die and lose half an hour of progress that you just have to replay immediately. So, yeah, having save states will make it a doable thing. You could probably get through it in six to eight hours yeah. if, if you if I was if, if you purpose to do so. Yeah, I was gonna say if I was actually willing. Yeah. Okay. I I so back to this article. I have yes. been clamoring for a remake of this game. I, I would rather you, see. I know you have. I'd rather see Nintendo handle it themselves or one of their more fr- trusted first party studios. But if anyone is willing to revisit this, I'm gonna take it. Do you think that if they do remake it, um, Nintendo will back it? Do you think they'd give it any kind they, of love? They'd have to publish it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's not going to let somebody make a Zelda game and not publish it themselves. And because of that, they'd probably get one of their... Miyamoto, maybe. One of their more um, notable directors to get involved and like kind of oversee the project. Make sure it's up to their standards. But mm-hmm. Inti Creates could do a good job, I think. They have the proper reverence and uh, knowledge of, of like retro games. Because that's kind of what they dabble in. They, they remake old games. And make new games in the old styles. So it, it, it's a decent fit if somebody was going to do it. I just want anyone to do it because yeah. I, I need this game to come back. Well, <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll look. I'll dust off my S or my NES classic. Don't I'll, just say that. Okay. Unless you're actually going to do it. I'll look. <laughs> you want to make me a deal? If you buy yeah. me, <laughs> if you buy me an Elgato, uh, Elgato uh, capture card, I'll stream it. How much is that? They're like a hundred bucks. Heck no. Okay. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> Dang it. Okay. Nice try, buddy. Well, I tried. Anyway, that would be awesome if that if this happened. Well, I don't, I don't know what attracts people to like the super hard game types. People, like Dark Souls and Zelda 2. Is it, was Dark Souls kind of your first experience with that yeah. style of game? Scott, what, yes. what pulled you into it? What made you want to keep going? <laughs> it was beating the game. Honestly, it was uh, yeah. the biggest thing for me was... I wanted to, I, I would get beat up so much, you know, it, it, it's almost like when you're a kid and you get bullied by the bigger kid in school, it's like, you just, you want to keep getting back up and like push back. 
And, and when it when you make progress, when you reach the footholds, like I just beat a new boss, yeah. or I just got a new piece of gear that's really going to change things yes. for me. That's what gets you hooked and makes you want to keep. Playing. Because so that's true. what it is for how, me. How many anyway. times does it take for you to stop being like or feeling defeated? Hundreds, <sighs> hundreds. hundreds. There, dude, there, I cannot tell you. I can. There was countless times, especially on the uh, one of the last bosses. I think it was no, it was the last boss of the DLC. He kicked my butt over and over and over and over again. I streamed that game too, and I had to. <coughs> I had to stop. I had to stop probably about three times. And ju- and I would do an eight-hour stream of me just trying to beat this boss. And I, I could- tuned in for a little bit of that. Yeah. It was fun. And I just I couldn't do it. So eventually when I did do it, it was just... It, it was almost like if you... Say you were in a contest, and this will profane to you. Say you were in a contest to win a really expensive lens for your DSLR, mm-hmm. and you won it. Mm-hmm. That feeling, that gratitude of, oh my... I did like I mean, clearly you won it because of chance, but yeah. you still get that that almost like this gut feeling of like butterflies. It's euphoria. And yes, I got that also when I like beat a, a, a really hard song in Guitar Hero for the first time. Yeah, I would yeah. get that same sense of satisfaction. I've been trying this for so long. I've made so many attempts and just been destroyed over and over. I finally did it. Yeah, sense of accomplishment. That was great. me when I beat a when I beat through the Fire and the Flames on expert. I'm totally joking. You I never lie. Did, I never did that. <laughs> I doubt it. Very I was. Much. I could barely play it on easy. Aww. but whatever. Yeah, that that was more of a novelty than an actual challenge. <laughs> right. Not, not many people actually finish that. I don't think. Speaking of Nintendo. Yeah, let's just keep rolling through let's Nintendo keep, stuff. Yeah, huh? let's keep rolling through new Labo kits. I'm yeah, not, I'm not very excited about. Did this. you watch the trailer? I. I saw little tidbits, little video clips. It's of only it. a two-minute trailer, man. Come on, no, I, I didn't. <laughs> Come on, man. Did you watch the trailer, Scotty? Uh, I didn't. I honestly, I, I, okay. This I did, doc uh, that I'm holding in my hand on my phone is useless. Look, <laughs> just saying. Let me let me finish. I try to share. I read the article. I mean, that's more significant than watching I, the video. I saw the, the trailer is like the the announcement trailer from directly from Nintendo. It it tells you everything you need to know. Will you let me finish? Two minutes long. <laughs> nope. Okay, I I didn't watch the trailer but i yes. do know what the what it comes with you want to describe it uh it this comes with kit. like it comes with like the uh the steering wheel right yep it comes with like a steering wheel almost like an arcade racer that you build yourself that, out of cardboard yes that you build yourself out of cardboard and, and pedals i believe too yes and there was something else and it was really big and i don't remember it was also exactly. a joystick that's what it for, was for yeah. a flight simulation yeah so it's almost like all vehicle type stuff yep that's so, what it is i wonder but i'm so, well, I guess you would have to buy the kit to really use it because you can't really, if you bought the previous Labo stuff, you can't use any this is, of that. This is something that's weird about the whole Labo line. Yeah. If you already bought either of the previous kits, you have the software. You already have a, a copy of the software. Yeah, you don't This need is another game. kit and it comes with the software. Mm-hmm. So now you're buying the software over again, essentially, if you is buy it this the new sa- kit. Is it the same well, game? Well, they're different games, right? I... I thought Labo was one piece of software and then all these different kits interact with the Labo software. Hmm. Could be wrong. The The video didn't really make that clear, I guess, now that I think about it. But a new game for every Labo kit that comes out, that seems very excessive. Don't you guys think? Because well, these mean, are not very in-depth, interesting games. Well, okay, some of them are interesting. They're not very um, games that would take up a lot of space. So I don't see why you would need to release a new cartridge every single time one comes out. Well, I figured th- they would just have essentially a patch that added the new game content to the existing software. But that would make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, good point. This is Nintendo <laughs> we're talking about. So, I mean, do we even know if they made any like profits or any gains off the previous Labo sets? They, ha- they haven't said much about it. So my, my gut says probably not. It's not really lighting the world on fire. rolling with it. It's just experimental. Also, they didn't mention it once at E3, which I thought was kind of bizarre, too. Brand new product line. Pretty interesting product line. There's not much else like it on the market. And it was out for about two months. Then E3 came along. They had nothing to say about it. So, yeah, they, they announced this kit just about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first thing we've heard, basically, since Labo launched back in April. This so, this steering wheel thing does look really interesting, though, because it has, like, shift gears and stuff yeah, like that. So. The hardware seems pretty cool, the, the stuff you actually build. But the game itself, if you're watching the trailer, the game itself doesn't look that interesting. It's basic driving around open places kind of thing. Well, um, um, they, um, they may integrate this with Mario Kart at some point, which could potentially yeah. be interesting. I, I don't know. I'm not... Um, 
But if your friend comes over and messes up your cardboard, yeah. you know how mad you're going to be. <laughs> and you're pretty I rough just spent on... $60 on this cardboard, man. What are you doing? That would be bad. If, if you're playing a racing game, you might be kind of rough on it, right? Yeah. yeah. You would think. Yeah. It'd be easy to accidentally grip it, it or crush it, it, rip yeah. it, fold it, whatever. So if you came across Bop it. a, a Bop it. lucky $70 out of nowhere yeah. and had this excess money, yeah. would, would, I buy it? would you buy it? No. no. I, st- I can think of like 10 other things I would rather <laughs> Only buy 10? for $70. I still like the idea of Labo, but I have not bought into it myself. And I don't know what it would take to get me interested. Maybe something actually Nintendo themed, something Mario themed or Zelda themed. Would I mean, because be. you're looking at it's very it's not like a hardy product. You're looking right. at a very simple game. Mm-hmm. And if you're a racing enthusiast, a driving enthusiast, why not just go for an actual right steering it's, wheel? It's probably not going to be substantial enough to keep you satisfied. Yeah. Or just buy Mario Kart. You know. Play Mario Kart. Yeah. Play a good racing. Play an established racing game instead of spending $70 for cardboard. Okay, we could stop trashing on Labo now. Sorry. I still have hope for this yeah. uh, this Look, concept that it'll turn into something interesting. At some I'm point. not saying that it's not a really good concept. What mm-hmm. I'm saying, it's just too expensive for what it is. Yeah. It, if it was if it was if it was $50, maybe even 40, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. If you could buy like the game and then buy the cardboard separately, yeah. so it's like say you buy the game for $60 or $50, whatever the game is worth, and then you can buy the cardboard separate for, you know, you buy um like the little robot thing that you put the your Joy-Con in it, it vibrates. Yep. That's five bucks or you know then you do want to move up to the robot and that is forty dollars that can make sense they're bundling it though and if they're going to keep releasing the same like bundles with the same game no one's gonna buy it yep i agree that's kind of what i've been waiting for since the beginning itemizing this stuff but we haven't seen letting you pick and choose what you want or heard anything about it so it's nintendo but it also makes a lot of sense to have the same software though because if you don't want to buy like the the other robot labo stuff you just want to buy the the steering wheel labo yeah yeah but you have the choice too like i said i think just having the game separate and then having the cardboard separate would make a lot more sense than making a bundle maybe they maybe they will make a, a like maybe they did make a big bundle pack but i still think having that those two things separate would be a better choice. It, it's like it's almost like buying a switch and then having a, and then getting a pro controller. You know, yeah. It, it's they're two separate things. They don't come bundled for a reason. Right. It's strange. But Plus, there's still no way to download the Labo software. No yep. way to get it digitally. Oh, really? Yeah. No, even worse. I'll just leave it at that. Because okay. you know, you know, well, I'm with digital. It's all physical. Yep. Yep. Well, well, there's only one more piece of Nintendo news on here. If you want to knock it out before yeah, we move yeah, sure, on to sure, other sure. stuff, uh, Nintendo just had a. Um, investor meeting and they announced lifetime sales up to this point for mm-hmm. the switch and we're just shy of 20 million units in <gasps> wow. about that's about 15 months or something like what? that 16 months yeah pretty solid um they're making bank. Hon- honestly i expect it to be higher though really yeah you're greedy okay look i don't, don't want to hear the greed come out of your mouth right now the first year of switch was insane yeah both in terms of the software lineup and in terms of how many they were able to crank out and sell okay it it outdid the wii which was the previous leader it outdid ps4 it outdid a lot of systems that had insanely strong first years yeah and then uh it it almost seemed like right around e3 things slowed down dramatically Mm -hmm. in fact maybe even earlier in the year than that because there hasn't been that constant stream of releases that we saw last year yeah and i really think it does come down to software there's we've reached kind of a lull right now where if you're not interested in a key handful of games Mm -hmm. that are coming out throughout the rest of the year you're probably not that motivated to go out and pick pick up a switch right now yeah here's the thing though is the reason those sales were so massive right when it came out? Mm-hmm. A, it was a new Nintendo console. Right. B, it came Breath of the Wild, a new Legend of Zelda game that people have been waiting for for a long time came out yep. the same exact time. Yep. And C, it came out during the holidays. So those that is no like the, the Switch came out in March. Did it really? Yeah, I thought it came out during the holidays. Nope, it came out in a Mar- on on March third in twenty seventeen. Yes. Wow. Yeah, March twenty seventeen. But also every month or two after that, there was a big release. Why am I thinking? What am I thinking of the holidays then? Maybe I might. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Mario came out near the holidays. That's what I'm thinking of. That really sold a lot of switches. And Xenoblade came out around the holidays. Super Smash Brothers coming out this year for the holidays. See, that's what they're banking on. They have two big titles this year. We've got Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. And we've got Smash Bros Ultimate. Yeah. 
Is that enough? Yes. What if, what if you're not interested in one or both of those games? Because a lot of people are not. Well, like, okay, po- let's go. Even if you like core Pokemon, there's reasons to maybe not be too excited yeah, about let's go. Absolutely. I that leaves you. you with just one game mm-hmm. for the rest of this year. Yeah. And if you didn't if you didn't care about like uh, Mario Tennis Aces that came out earlier in this year, what else have you bought this year for your Switch? Nothing. There's not much Nothing. this year. I'm playing a lot of indie games. I'm satisfied with yeah. that, but I do look forward to the big first party releases from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They're just not there. They're they're riding clearly on the success of the first year the big releases of the first year and then a couple key games this year but i i don't think they're enough maybe oh, we have mario party coming as well yeah that's one other maybe one. they are working on something big you they better know. be i mean yeah. we know they are they're working on a new, brand new pokemon they're working on a fire emblem game yeah. they're working on metroid prime 4 mm-hmm. they're definitely working on things and if all that hits next year maybe this one year lull between big years is is not that big of a deal mm-hmm. but do you really think uh, these two games coming out this holiday are going to pick things back up that dramatically? I think so. I, I think Smash I is... I agree. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that happened during this meeting is they, they said they're sticking to their projection of 20 million units sold for this fiscal year, mm-hmm. which is March 2018 to March 2019. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at about seven right now for the year. They expect <sighs> to sell another 13 million units by next March. And that's basically riding on those two games. I think Smash that's crazy. Smash alone could do it. Personally, I, do you I, think so? Yeah, the, the holiday it is, season plus Smash. holiday. It is such a core game that you don't need to like like one franchise versus another in that game. You could like Mario and still pick it up. You it's could, true. You could like Pikachu. You could like Samus. Any one of those characters. What if you don't like fighting games though? I the thing is, is that like. It is a fighting game, but I feel like it's more of a party game than anything. Like, there's That's so true. much to do. There's so many things to, like, just play around with different items, different places to, like, different levels, different um, ways you can go about it. You know, there's special melees, there's, like, the arcade mode and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff that is core Super Smash Brothers that I feel like that alone could pique someone's interest. Yep. And I know for me, like, whenever I play the game, and I'm playing with friends, you know, we're not we're not playing it as a quote-unquote fighting game where we want to win, be the first person to win. We're doing a goofy mode and uh was it like uh two teams, eight people, smash balls on like a high frequency. That sounds and funny. it was insane yeah. with like 20 lives. You know, we're doing crazy stuff like that. So, I think that game alone, even if they should do a bundle a bundle with oh, Smash and the Switch, hundred percent, they would absolutely sell so many. Because even last ho- the holiday season, I can tell you that I had so many people asking me about the Switch and like where they could get one and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there's still like there are a lot easier to get right now. But I think people are waiting for the holiday season when they can get a good deal. Black Friday. Um, uh, I was about to say Boxing Day, but I don't know when Boxing Day is. Is it the day after Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Day after Christmas. Okay. okay. Well, that's still a holiday. Um, but, you know, so uh, I think that Smash alone could do that. And with Pokemon, I still think people will pick it up because people love Pokemon. Yeah, people will buy Pokemon regardless. Yeah. But so, we'll sell systems. I guess we'll see. We will see. There's not a lot of uh, four-player games yet on Switch either, which what if, what Smash if, Bros. fills that void. What if they made an Eevee and a Pikachu-looking Switch? What do you mean? Uh, like they had the, like the, the ears or... and stuff like that. Nah. <laughs> okay. You could paint your own. I could, yeah, but that would require you. me to do work and have artistry, which neither of those <laughs> I have time lot. for. Fine, yeah. fair enough. And that's a lot of that's a lot of work. But yep. so just we'll just to put that a little bit into perspective, the whole switch at twenty million sales thing. Mm-hmm. Wii U in its lifetime sold thirteen point. Stop talking. Thirteen and a half million. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so sad. Although looking at we, um, mm-hmm. 101 million. So there's, they they, there's they run jumps. such a broad spectrum yeah. of of hardware popularity. Um, there's jumps the, and gaps. The, the GameCube actually sold 21.74 million oh. in its lifetime. That's so still... Switch is Switch is about to pass up GameCube. Already, so sad. Which is that, amazing. That is one of the best systems I've ever played. In my it's life. all right. It's all right. <laughs> can we please talk about No Man's Sky? We yeah. can. I we am please. clamoring. So. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. You're playing <laughs> Let's it. clarify No Man's Sky next. No, okay. no Man, so, No Man's Sky came out two years ago. Yeah, 2016. 2016. It was very hyped up, very. It was promised with so many things yeah. that were just not delivered. And it completely fell off the map. And yeah. then, uh, t- oh, I almost said Telltale Games. Yeah. No, what, it's What's not. the studio? Uh, shoot, I don't remember. I forget. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll tell you in a second. We're horrible. Google uh, it. But the studio promised so much. They've been updating it since, and then they're not the studio. The president of the studio promised all this stuff that they couldn't deliver because right. they had like a ten-man team. The main sticking point was multiplayer. Right? Yes, they yep. they yeah. they always skirted around when they were asked about this at events and about uh, interviews. They were they were asked like what the state of multiplayer is. Can you? encounter each other within the game is it a massive world that lots of people are in together it's a he massive never, world <laughs> he never gave straight answers no, to these absolutely. questions so you could never not. really figure out what this game was actually promising to be yeah so yeah. everyone assumed what it was going to be hello games is the studio hello there you games, go. thank yeah. you um and it was promised to be this thing and they didn't deliver and there was a ton of backlash like i'm talking like people were suing the company for false advertisement and this was a huge deal like this was covered on news channels like that's how big you know when a game is covered on news channels that Mm -hmm. it's a big deal so um i think they were trying desperately to make the game that people wanted and that they promised so. it mm-hmm. just didn't come together yeah but with this most recent update we even talked about before it was released about this update um they added multiplayer they overhauled yep. the graphics yeah um they added a ton more content to the game yeah um they reworked like the collecting system of materials yep they reworked they literally made a brand new game out of a shell and did, did you guys play it all before this hit yeah so yeah, I, I did yeah i okay. did not okay so what was your experience when you played it before, like when you first so, came out? So, obviously, your first introduction to the game, you're kind of blown away by the size, the scale, like jumping in the space. And I mm-hmm. should be able to go to other planets. But after you visit, you know, 10 or so planets, you get the idea that, okay, this is all the same. Um, it's just different types of animals, different types of like plants, different types of planets. Um, the collection system was kind of confusing. The recipes to build things was kind of confusing and hard to work around. Uh, your mission logs were confusing. They didn't tell you exactly what to do, where to go, or how to get stuff. Um, and with the update, they completely changed all yeah. of that. It's it's really seamless now. Your mission logs are right there. The materials are straightforward. You know what's what. Uh, it's really easy to memorize and figure out how to make stuff once you learn the initial recipe. Mm-hmm. And to get the recipe, you know where to get them. You know how to get them. And it's not a big deal if you okay. don't know how to build it. Yeah. Um, but like, it Scott sounds said, like this is what people wanted. Yeah, dude. It's, yes. It's huge. And okay. I started the game playing with my friend. Okay. And it is, I honestly playing with him. Um, it was, it's Torsen and Torsen has been on the show before right. and I've been playing with him. Um, and I can tell you that if I was to play that game by myself, I would lose my mind about how absolutely bored I would be. So having a okay. friend to do it with. It makes it like night and day. And I, when I kind of got into it, um, you know, you start. I started off on this planet and it was cool. And then I finally got my ship, went up into space, and I was like, "Oh, this is really, really cool." But then I was able to jump into hyperspace, mm-hmm. and I was blown away. When they say that there is billions yeah. upon billions of places to go, they are not kidding. Like. Just and there's over 200 galaxies that you can go to, and just to get to the galaxy's core of the one you are in, mm-hmm. it will take a long, long time. It really blows your mind when you're in a system and you see a planet you want to go to, and yeah. you don't have a jump fuel, and it says the amount of time to get there is five days. Yeah, and it's not kidding. It'll actually take that long if you five were to just legitimately just hold down and fly towards it. It'll take five days. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So, what does the process look like for creating fuel or whatever you need to make these long you distance have, travels? You have different materials. So, you have jump fuel to take off off the ground. Okay. Uh, you have hyper jump fuel, and then you have what's a jump fuel to go to different systems? Uh, it's um, warp. Uh, warp cells. So you yeah, could either course. fly manually for five days, or you can harvest and farm stuff to yeah, make it a quicker journey. Yeah, so training. it takes tritium okay. to uh, power your hyper jump, which is really easy to get. You just blow up some asteroids, and you can get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but 
warp cores or warp cells. You have to actually go farming for it. You have to build so, the housing for it. You have to get the materials for the the was it the it, antimatter? Antimatter. You have to build cases for the antimatter to be able to combine <laughs> to make warp fuel. Yeah. Okay. It's, so it's not like just something that you can just be like, oh, I'm going to buy this from the shop and throw a million in there it's, and just jump from planet to planet. It takes time. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is that. Planets, there is so many different kinds of planets. Like me and Torsten just went to like an ice planet the other day and it was basically barren of all life besides like some animals. But this place was gorgeous. Like it was like forests, like with snows and stuff, like blizzards can occur and things like that. And it is just really, really cool. Um, they added, well, I don't know if they added, I don't want to say they added because I'm not sure. Was it? They have, um, like giant freighter ships and stuff like no, that. No, those have existed, and okay. you can still get them. The system of getting them is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but one thing they promised uh, in the initial game is fleets. Yeah. And so now you can get freighters, and then you actually do fleets now. Yeah. So you can get like gi- you can get like giant fleets together and stuff like that. It's really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you see a ship that someone flies into the spaceport, you can buy it. Yep. Okay. You can if you and that was there. That was there. Yeah. And if you you, really cool. you can see things, you can um, go onto a planet. You can bury underground, find hidden technology, and this is stuff that was in the game, but it's it's a lot of fun. Are now. you running into other players as you play? You can. Okay. You absolutely can. And so in the initial game, they promised multiplayer, and it wasn't actually there and no. then you can't really interact with players you can't see them you can leave messages for them and they can see your messages mm-hmm. but they're not actually there now i feel like i can actually run into somebody yeah and that there is maybe some sort of danger and i've seen a few videos where a guy has ran into somebody else and the other guy has killed them yeah and so i feel a little bit of a threat out there now and it adds a little bit more uh risk to the game okay yeah it's it's actually cool too because um when torsen joins my game it is immediately open mic. Like I can hear him just right away. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe that's because he joins <clears throat> like my session that's happening right then and there. So I'm sure it's not like open mic. If you see like someone there's, they're not going to just be shouting out. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Cause they have, a mod- I don't think they so, have yeah. emoticons. That Got it. Can yeah. Use. They can, they have emoticons, but um, I can tell you that they're, they're like, um, talking system they're like open mic like voice chat stuff mm-hmm. is seamless i've is i haven't experienced a single bit of like lag or anything like that it's all just very fluid and very it's better than discord i'm telling you right now <laughs> okay i have always had problems with discord but just the in-game like voice chat is is really good you're playing on pc i'm playing on pc exact playstation P- ps4 yeah. is there yeah. crossplay? <clears throat> uh, i'm not sure i don't know i don't think so not, right. with, not with sony probably i don't I guess, think so right, right now Here's the biggest thing, and this is what we'll end on, um, especially for the PC version of the game. This game, when it came out, um, had an overwhelming um, negative review on it by people. Yep. Like 30 plus thousand people. Yeah. And now it's it's positive. It's actually it's recovered so from it's all of that. It's actually recovered. The reviews that so were dragging it down. just to put that in perspective that's two years of reviews that were left and over the course of two weeks it has gone from overwhelmingly negative to positive Mm -hmm. so that is just a testament to how much work they really put into this update and i just want to say is like scott's playing with torsen and he's having a lot of fun and i haven't tried multiplayer yet uh but if you are playing by yourself i definitely encourage you to keep playing it yeah for sure because i mean there are so many goals and objectives and things i'm working on right now to like make my game better yeah like i just got a teleporter back to my home planet nice. and now i want to get a freighter and now i want to continue traveling and build resources you know do all these different things and it's definitely uh, more single player centric and more more fun yeah to- than what it was. I it, could appreciate it. It all depends on the kind of person you are. Like, I yeah. love playing with my friends, so having someone to play with, it's a lot more enjoyable to kind of enjoy everything that's going on around you. But if you like the single player experience, it can absolutely be that. And you can just run into someone if you are actually able to do that. Right. It, 
it'd probably be pretty difficult. Because it's so massive. It's so massive, dude. Unless you orchestrated it intentionally, it'd probably be hard to just uh, randomly encounter somebody. I'll probably play when I get home. I'm going to take a video and send it to you just okay. to show you. I'll check it out. One galaxy out of 200 plus. So before we okay. end it, can yeah. I share a story? Please do. So there, have you done the earth crafting? Have you got the earth crafting weapon yet? Where you can dig holes yeah, yeah, and of build, build earth. Yeah. Well, uh, I was hiding from some sentinels, which yeah. is the guardian force on every planet. Yeah. Uh, but I dug a hole and buried myself in it only to run out of fuel for my earth crafting <laughs> weapon. Oh, man. So I was stuck on the ground. No way to kill myself. Completely safe. Couldn't get out. <laughs> what do you do? So I had to go back to my previous save. And, wow. And you couldn't like log out log back in you would be in the exact same yeah spot. you'd be same in the exact, same spot yeah. did you try like letting your life force run out it, it wouldn't i was on like so my home planet my oh home moon, it is is beautiful there's no there's nothing bad mine's about a it. toxic nuclear wasteland so yeah. i would die like instantly that's crazy i live on a moon called beauty 43 I want to find it now. <laughs> I'm going to try and find some of the planets you've discovered. That is my goal now. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah. But No Man's Sky next. Definitely give it a try. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So It's awesome. Um, I encourage you to play it. I don't know if it's still on sale. <clears throat> the I reason know. I bought it is only 30 bucks on Steam. Um, I don't know if that's still true now, but it was a lot of fun. There's um, a puppy dog. There is. That's Rocky. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's enough about No Man's Sky. Let's uh, <coughs> let's keep on keeping on. Speaking of big patches that yeah. alter games dramatically, uh, Sea of Thieves just got its first of two big patches planned for this year. Ooh, Cursed tell Sales. Us more. You guys aren't playing Sea of Thieves, right? We Dan, are not. Dan might still play it yeah. occasionally. I think I Dan know. and Torson and Brooks do a little. They could speak to it, but sounds like some cool content has been added with this patch. Um, one of the main complaints about this game, from what I understand, I've actually never played it, mm-hmm. is uh, the world just feels kind of empty, kind of yeah. lifeless, yeah. kind of boring, uh, low stakes. There's not much action, not much peril. And it looks like this could very well address some of that. Um, before, the only real threats in the ocean, correct me if I'm wrong, were other players, the Kraken yep. and the Megalodon, the yeah. giant shark. So they're they're adding things that can pop up randomly in the environments that make for a more interesting exploration of the world. And so from what I read is that the event, there's different areas mm-hmm. with pirate crews that are roaming. And uh, undead pirate crews. Undead pirate crews. Right. So like skeleton crews yeah. and ships that come up out of the ocean and attack you at and random. attack you. So it sounds like after this event, they're going to release those pirate crews and stuff into like normal gameplay. Okay. Um, well, so it's you said right now it's just some kind of event that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like an event that's going on. Okay, because that, this, this is speaking a, without playing it. This is one of the major updates that they announced back at E3 this year, and maybe this is like a beta for that or something. Are you saying it's not? Well, actually it's, out? I think it's with it's. I think it's the same thing with the Megalodon. Is that they they released it as an event, and then mm-hmm. after the event was over, it became a normal part of the game. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're gonna find yourself encountering a lot more interesting things out in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, ships full of undead crews and maybe more um questing you can get when you're when you're inland you can get more quests to send you to areas where you're going to get ambushed and attacked by by these roaming ships i read that they also released a new ship a brigade i believe yes which is because they have two they have a sloop and then they have a full-size pirate ship which takes a whole crew right to be able to run but i guess the brigade only has one extra sail and uh, it is three man crew. Three man crew. Yep. But uh, the person reviewing it said that they can run it by themselves. It sometimes it is a little bit difficult, but it is doable. Okay, gotcha. So, so what's the is the sloop like a one person ship? It's a one person ship. That and is, then you've got the big one that how many how many players four? are typically on one of those? I four, I think. Okay, so somewhere in between, mm-hmm. you can roll with a smaller crew and handle it alone. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. So it it's sounds like they're adding a lot of cool content to this game. Maybe eventually it will become. The full-fledged game that we hoped, kind of like No Man's Sky, no Man's is knocking Sky. on right now. Yeah. So there's some there's some analogs to be made there. Cool. Scott, you gonna play it? No. Me neither. <laughs> I I don't know. See if these. This is rare, man. I know, and I love these them, are your boys, but I just it just doesn't. The whole pirate aspect just doesn't interest me. It's okay. not my flavor. It's fair. I love it, but. It doesn't feel like it's a lively world at all. It, right. I feel like there's just the events happening and just like the islands to attack. 
you know, I want to be able to interact, go into different communities, go to different regions, interact with towns and characters and have more of a story. About You're describing life. an MMO like a pirate MMO, basically, and which sounds great. And I don't think there's been a, a big, meaningful pirate MMO. There, ever, but there was. There is one called the Pirates of the Burning Sea. Oh, right. I don't know if it's still operating or if it's still around, okay. um, but that was pretty big. And there's there was a lot of people playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want something more like that if I'm going to play, yeah. you know, Burning Sea. But yeah. Makes sense. I'm with you on that. Or All right. Sea of Thieves. Scotty. Sorry, I'm I'm reading these patch notes for PUBG because they just released some patch notes. And well, that's another pa- big patch. Go for it. Yeah, Tell I know. We're, we're This is our patch stage Apparently, right now. Apparently, yeah. 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 Um, so patch notes for PUBG. Um, it's just a bunch of quality of life stuff, but things that actually look really interesting that I might I pop wa- back in the game. I put but. it on there because I wanted your thoughts on it. Oh. Because I didn't know how significant they were going to be. Relatively significant. So they introduced weather changes. Yes. Uh, so, the, okay, there was weather in the game when it first started. They actually took out the rain and fog maps mm-hmm. um, because they were awful. <laughs> um, but it looks like they put them back in, um, and it's also going to be ever-changing as the game goes on. Um, so I think that's really cool. You know, if it's cloudy, it may rain or there may become fog or something like that. And I think that's really cool. Here's one thing that I did, something I actually, I really like. Um, and this is me specifically, is bullet penetration system yeah. is now applied to arms and hands. So essentially what that means is that if you shoot someone in the arms or the hands, it, it could possibly go through their limbs and hit someone who's behind them or something like that. Yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. That was previously not the that case. That was not a thing. Um, and it didn't say legs, so I don't know if legs are already a thing or if it's just um, not implemented implemented yet Hmm. um it says when bullets hit a character's arms or hands uh it'll penetrate uh following a ballistic curve um the depending on how much it's exposed yeah depending on how much exposed uh the result depends on uh whether the arm slash hand is blocking a more vulnerable part so it's like you know if someone's holding up a gun you know they could get shot in the hand and go into their chest um things like that uh i think that looks really interesting um yeah it says bullet penetration is not applied to legs um which i think is a little weird but whatever legs are pretty beefy uh and essentially a lot of this is just a lot of quality of life uh changes like ui stuff like that so this wasn't Um, really a content patch it's more tweaks and balance no but they they did they did change a lot of uh different maps uh so instead of it being kind of barren at some points they added like little houses and stuff like that and uh, it essentially just kind of adds to the incentive of, you know, instead of going from this end to the circle, you're you're like, oh, look, there's some houses here. I'm going to go see if they have loot and stuff like that. And that's really, um, really important. Uh, another thing is that they actually, <clears throat> they lowered some slopes. So a lot of the hills that were really, really high up and kind of hard to get up, they lowered down to make vehicles more effective. Um, and I think that is also a really cool change. So just a bunch of quality of life stuff. I love when patches do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's just a bunch of quality of life stuff, because sometimes you, you need to kind of just take a step back and instead of adding new content, which is awesome, you need to look at what you have and be like, okay, these are the things that don't really work that people don't seem to enjoy. So just little tweaks, like even if it's not all dumped into one patch, if it's over time, they really are a fantastic way to play a game is just little quality of life things because you feel like you're playing a new game at that point. And in this case, so. it, it actually shows a lot of restraint on their part because they are up against the biggest game in the world right now, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And they could just be trying big, crazy ideas to try to outdo Fortnite. But Absolutely. instead, they're honing their own game and trying to make it more yeah. tight, more fine-tuned. Yeah. So that there's something to be said for that. I Abs- appreciate that. Absolutely. Way to go, guys. What a, uh, Zach, I have a question for you. What's up? I was watching some Overwatch, um, and it was the finals. I didn't get to see who won, but I'm assuming you did. Uh, I was watching a little bit out of it. The the finals weren't that enticing to me, but the London Spitfire Mm -hmm. have won the Overwatch League finals. Why you watch a lot of Overwatch? Why you're watching the, like the worldwide finals? Not that big of a deal. Uh, it just the gameplay wasn't that exciting to me. Like, oh, okay. no, none of the plays and stuff that they were running through weren't uh, weren't really grabbing my attention. I just had it on on the side of me, you know, while I was playing games and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't sit down and focus all my attention on it. Um, 
but yeah, they won and it's pretty big. I looked into it a little bit, looked at uh, kind of like the off season and um, next season type stuff. There's supposed to be six teams coming into the league next year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, there's signing periods. There's where they can trade and sign players. Uh, preseason price starts in December. Okay. And then January of next year, we'll probably start season two wow. of the Overwatch League. Wow. They're not wasting any time. No, but... There's no downtime. Yeah, there's always something happening. I think the Spitfire got like a million dollar bonus. Okay. I think for winning yeah. the finals, we get a pretty big reward. For sure. Yeah, that's huge. What are the pots like in Dota, for example? I mean, have to expect in the millions, yeah. Uh, for way, way what, what is their prize, like prize pool for right. the international? For the international. Last year, it was $24 million. Okay, gotcha. Huge. This year, it's planning to probably go to 26 to $27 million. Okay. Um, speaking of the international. Yeah. Can we talk? You don't talk about Overwatch, Zach? Yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, I just want to say that it's, it's kind of crazy because you look at esports and this league and it's on uh, ESPN and Disney and on TV and they throw all this hype behind it. But uh, I was watching in the very end and everybody's celebrating and you watch a bunch of the Korean players walk off the stage and they were crying and hugging each other. And you realize how much this means to them and how much time and effort they put in there and, mm-hmm. you know, and what this is to them. It's not just a video game. You know, they're just on stage playing. It's actually something they work really hard at. Yeah. And that they're rewarded for for winning. Korea specifically has had a long and very serious history with esports. Oh, yeah. They, absolutely. They've always taken it very seriously. Back in back to the, well, early thousands, maybe even the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, not surprising. And uh, I watched a, like one of the pregame interviews and they said, what are you going to do if you win with your, you know, your winnings? And uh, a bunch of Korean players said they're going to give it to their parents. Oh, cool. You know, and it's just like it affects so many people. It's not just them, you know, earning money for playing games. Yeah. yeah. And they've earned it. They train so hard for these games. Probably as they, hard re- as they really do. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're sitting in houses playing scrims every day. That's their job. For 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. 12 plus hours daily. That's right. Um, I don't work that hard. <laughs> but it's good stuff. Um, Georgia or yeah, Atlanta, I think, is getting a team. And then there's uh, I think Germany is going to get a team. So if you guys are interested at all, check it out. Find somebody to root for. Yeah, exactly. Right. But you want to know? Uh, want to know? Uh, speaking of teams to root for, yeah. Uh, nice segue. It was uh, all right. I, I've uh, heard better. <laughs> I won't take a lot of time. Uh, the international. Yeah. Uh, this is Dota 2's basically Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming up in two, two or three weeks now. I'm really excited for it. It is going to be amazing. You've been a few times, right? I. This will be my. Fourth year going? Whoa. No, third year. Is third it, year going. Is it in Seattle again? No, it's in Canada this year. No. It's in Vancouver because the they normally have it at the Key Arena, mm-hmm. um, but the Key Arena is under construction for the right. next two or three years. Um, so this probably isn't a permanent move. It's probably no, just while well, that's no, no, happening. No. The reason it's in Seattle is because that's where Valve's located, so yeah. it makes sense. To well, you sure lucked it. out. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the prize pool this year is already... And it's not even done adding because essentially what they do, and we've talked about this before, so I won't dwell on it. Um, they sell this battle pass, and 25% of the proceeds that go to this battle pass go to the international price pool, and it is already at $22 million. Um, wowza, yep, yeah, that's what so that's it, where I'm essentially right a team now. of four will split that, a team of five, yeah, team of five, yep. Okay. Um, so wait. Yeah, five. Well, six if you include. The, I guess you would include the coach. It essentially goes to the association. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to quickly go through some of these teams because uh, these are the best teams in the world. They're playing the international, which has the largest prize pool of any gaming esports competition out there. Uh, VP. So Virtus Pro, uh, Team Liquid, um, PSG, LGD, which is essentially like it, it's uh, two teams combined now. Um. So it's like a, a European team and a Korean team that is, or a, a Chinese team mm-hmm. that is uh, on the same um, team now, which is kind of awesome. weird. Uh, team Secret, Mineski, uh, VC Gaming, Newbie, uh, VGJ's Thunder, uh, OG, and then some of these teams uh, are kind of unknown. Um, Windstrike Team, uh, Team uh, Senetry. Uh, and then here's some more teams. We do know IG, which is Invictus Gaming, um, Fanatic, uh, TNC, 
Uh, and then essentially it keeps going until you get a couple more teams that are a part of the. So here's the weird thing is that especially in Dota is you can have teams that are the same association playing in the same tournament against so, each other. Against each it's other. Funny. So for whatever reason they do that, but they can have multiple teams. Um, so here's another one, which is uh, VGJ Storm, which is um, like VGJ, uh, the other team that I was talking about. Um, <laughs> sorry. Evil Geniuses, Optic Gaming, uh, and Pain Gaming. Uh, so there's where's, 16 uh, teams. Where's Cloud9? Uh, dude, Cloud9 disbanded. There's no more Cloud9 uh, Dota team anymore. They they blew. So here's the funny thing. Uh, this is That's always the so- only team I can root for because it's the only American team that I know here's- that... Here's the funny oh thing God. about that team is that they were gods at League of Legends, but they were crap at Dota, and they always were. Did the so, whole organization disband? Because they had players uh, in lots of different no, no, games, no. right? No, the, 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 the organization is still exists. They're still playing League, of course. Yeah, yeah, but it's just different different okay. teams. But they don't have a Dota team anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be in uh, Vancouver, uh, Canada this year. Who's going to win? Uh I really hope Team Liquid wins again this year because I really like their team. My uh, runner-up team is Optic. Uh, I was gonna say Optic. Optic is my runner-up team. They actually, it's it's funny because a lot of the players on that team are some of my favorite players that came from other teams, um, and they all kind of came together. So I'm really excited. I'm rooting for that team mm-hmm. um, just because they're some of my favorite players. Sure. Um, but uh, we'll you know we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Could, Who knows? Could we get together and watch it together? I'm going to be in Canada for the entire oh, week. Oh, yeah, you're going up there? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in Canada for the entire week. How week. much does it cost to go to this thing? Uh, it was Dare in Canadian. It was in Canadian this okay, year, so it was cheaper. <laughs> uh, I think tickets were 200 and something dollars. Wow. For, yeah, so it was 200 for four days yeah. and then 300 for the, the finals. You probably don't mind an excuse to go hang out in Canada. I yeah, know. exactly. Just I don't find fun. an excuse. But yeah. I, I also didn't pay for the finals. I only I only pay for the, the group stages, which is the first four days. And mm-hmm. then uh, I'm coming back and then going to Spokane to go hang out with some of my other Dota friends, and we're going to watch the finals together. Oh, that's cool. So, wow. I'm really excited. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the International never disappoints. So, Are you going to miss any shows for that? Yes. Just so we oh, know. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> cool. So uh, good luck figuring it out. Probably one week. Yeah. We'll figure something <laughs> it, it will be exactly one week. All right, gotcha. Um, good to know. Thanks but uh, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> You're welcome for the... Uh, it's at least three weeks in advance, that's okay? That's, Look. that's enough notice. Um, but I'm excited for the International. I always have a lot of fun every year. Um, I've met a lot of pros uh, going to the International. Nice. Uh, I've actually been in some bits, too. So they always have, you know, like, they have their, you know, after a game, you know, commentary by the commentators and stuff like that and the panels and stuff. But they always have, like, funny videos that have to pertain with the game and pros and stuff like that. And I was actually in one of them. Okay. Um <laughs> It, it it's kind of funny and it's it's weird to explain it, but um, but you're so camera shy. I yeah, I, I know it's crazy. <laughs> um, I was in line for an autograph signing for uh, a pro I wanted to meet, and essentially he had like a a, a microphone or a, a headset in his ear. Hmm. It was like one of those invisible ones that someone in the back was giving him instructions on like what to do. So essentially, like you know, instead of just taking a picture and getting an autograph um, and sending you on your way. He was like getting special instructions to like do weird things. So he like boot my belly like the Pillberry Doughboy like three <laughs> times. And I was just like, what is Where's going on? From? I was like, this is not you. And I'm really concerned. And eventually they like pulled me to the back and explained to me like what was going on. <laughs> but like they're like, are you OK being on like the big Megatron uh, nice. thing? I was like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So. I'm also in a couple of Dota International uh, cringe compilations, so that's cool too. Nice. So, you are pretty cringy. I'm just up. joking, thank man. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Hey, uh, Zach, I have a question for you. What's that? What's your question uh, for me? Yeah. Ooh. Is it time to ask a question? I mean, we, yeah, why not? Got Give it. us a little more time than just. Uh, so you we know. can we can relax. We can take it easy. Yeah, exactly. Maybe think about it for a minute. Yes. We're just gonna have sure. sixty seconds of silence. After do you, you even ask have a question? question? I do. Oh, okay. please. He's ready for so this. So this is still PS4 themed. Oh my gosh. Name the creator of the PS4. <laughs> I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> I can no. see his face. I just can't think of his name. I have no idea. 
Find out he, next week. I remember the uh, <laughs> I remember the PS4 um, announcement event. Yeah, he took. He was one of the first guys to take the stage and talk about it. He's the it architect. Shigeru Miyamoto. He. I can tell Correct. you this. Yes. <laughs> he I also he also designed um, Knack, I believe. <gasps> Knack the meme. Yeah. What he, about Knack Two? He was the lead designer at that. Oh gosh, what's that guy's name? I, I don't know. know. I should Who know. knows? That's kind of a deep it, cut, Zach. Yeah. Like, just Joe, every man gamer that listens to our show is not going to know that. Can you <laughs> well, give us two questions? Or no, is that asking no, too much? No, that's too much. All right. <laughs> All right. That's just, that's not hey, the formula. how about you uh, ask, stick ask to the one more question since we have time? <laughs> no, I think we'll leave it here. <laughs> hey. Well, I don't know. I can do something real quick. Yeah, sure. Please go for it. Um, It's just one more little news story. Oh. We're so out of order. This is going to be weird. But we'll do it anyway. It is, you yeah. talked about playing WoW uh, when the new content comes out, right? The yes, new, the new update. What's it called? Battle for Azeroth. Yeah. Right. So uh, about a week ago, they launched the pre-patch, and it was get, a mess. It gets everything ready it for the game. Awful. And they did something as a part of this patch called the big crumb or the big squish. Uh huh. The point was to reduce some of the numbers in the game because, like, stats on items hit points, um, mm-hmm. enemy health has just gotten completely out of hand Absolutely. over the Is years. Is it really called the Big Squish? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in capital letters. They totally kept it. That's, that's their term. So yeah, they've um, the numbers have just gotten completely out of hand because every patch, things just grow and grow and grow. Yeah, and every expansion pack, the things just get bigger and bigger. And uh, because of that, because of this Big Squish thing they implemented, which kind of just shrinks everything back down, mm-hmm. tons and tons <laughs> of stuff across the entire game just ended up getting completely busted. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're having to go back and manually fix everything that was affected oh by this Big Squish God. thing. It sounds like an absolute nightmare. Yeah. That that can mess with so much. Like that is a lot more than what you like, especially if you because you've never played WoW. Um, yes, I have. Oh. You haven't currently played WoW. Yeah. That's Dan I that has not. never played WoW. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's Dan. Um, that affects literally everything. Right. It's, and it's huge. It's a base level uh, system thing mm-hmm. that, that runs through the entire game. It's almost like if you get rid of a certain stat and you don't update everything else, it just throws everything out of whack. And they almost certainly anticipated so many things tied to this going wrong mm-hmm. and address them, but they couldn't have possibly anticipated no. everything that it would no. affect. <laughs> so things down to like uh, quests just not playing out right, mm-hmm. um, pa- pathing for NPCs just not working correctly, bosses behaving strangely. Um, low level enemies suddenly taking way 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 longer to kill than they should yeah just it it sounds like it's no fun to play right now it it, it and it, they do, they don't want to backpedal this because it is an important thing that they've been meaning to implement for a long time and yeah. the bigger the game gets the longer it goes on the harder a big thing like this is to implement yeah so they don't want to backpedal it it's just a matter of now find going through and manually addressing every bug report that comes their way that That's this has caused millions it's upon millions of bug reports no doubt yeah. there is oh my I don't, gosh i don't envy the dev the, team over there the one right thing i will say is that blizzard is very good about um just absolutely busting it out as fast as they can it's better, like i've even you know i've had issues where i've gotten stuck in things before like you know, and they've been relatively quick at being like, oh, here, let me help you out. Or let me, how can I fix this? Or things like that. So their, their whole dev team, their whole, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, GM team mm-hmm. is, is really on top of that kind of stuff. Right. So I don't foresee this being a huge problem. Um, it is right now, but big, when they do fix it. Um, I don't foresee Listen to it this. being an issue for the future. This game has 250,000 spells in it. Uh-huh. 150,000 creatures. Uh-huh. Tens of thousands of quest lines. Yeah. Every one of these, in some way, that has been affected, <laughs> has to be manually recoded. Yeah. Yep. And it's a lot of work. The, the other approach they could have taken, instead of doing some big blanket thing like this, was go in individually to each item, each spell, each skill, each uh, mob, and change those numbers manually yeah. but instead they did this massive thing and now they're kind of just working it in reverse i guess yeah. but it sounds like a pain yeah, <laughs> sounds like fun poor blizzard <laughs> poor blizzard so, anyway guys before we end it oh have you have you ever heard of a writer named Alyssa wong nope no no nope. uh some good news uh it's kind of like behind the overwatch stuff is that uh overwatch added or added a new writer named Alyssa wong cool to help add to the lore Okay, I'm very excited about. <laughs> what is with you and coming at the end of episode with like I started Blizzard it. stuff? Uh, Blizzard's great with lore, so that's yes. cool. Yeah, they've yeah. been. I mean, they've been lacking Overwatch like we had, 
a lack of cutscenes that have come out uh-huh. compared to what we used to get. Right. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully this means more cutscenes, oh, cool. more uh, more lore. I okay. want I want an Overwatch movie. I'm making a petition now. It's called Ready Player One. Stop. Tracers all over that thing. Anyway, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you to NWCZ Radio for letting us use your studio. You guys are amazing. Um, and find us on the social meets. Find us on iTunes. Uh, find us on Twitter and Facebook at VG Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, did yeah. I miss anything else? Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Do you post anything on Instagram? I'm going to today. Cool. Look at that. Leave us a review on iTunes if you yeah. listen to the show, please. Yes. That would help a ton. Exactly. So yeah. uh, don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe, uh, become a fan, and yep. I don't know what other things. And then other let, things. let us know your answers to the trivia. As- absolutely. Yeah. Don't forget to tweet us. Um, and let us know what you find out about that question. No Googling it. That's not yeah, fair. Yeah, no Googling. That's <laughs> cheating. But anyway, for me, Zach, Say Zach, Britain. See you guys. And uh, from Invisible Dan, have a good day. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. The pharmacy is now closed. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.